With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy, and it's April. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty cake. Except no substitute. Hey, hey, you're listening to the Pop Shop Podcast, but not just any episode of the Pop Shop Podcast, the headliner interview. Every Thursday, this is where I sit down and talk with an interesting voice in music. My name's Chris Payne, I'm a staff writer at Billboard. I host the Headliner interview every week, and today my guest is a band you just heard at the top of the show as this podcast opened. They're called Against the Current. They're a three-piece pop rock band from Poughkeepsie, New York. Pop rock, you call them. A little pop punk in there, some electro, some just straight-up pop. You'll hear more of their sound as we go on, but most important, you'll hear from them. Uh, I They got noticed on YouTube. All of a sudden, their videos were getting played in classrooms in their high school. Not that long after that, they were playing to huge crowds in not just America, but places like Japan, all over the world. They're all in their very early 20s. They went full-time with this band right out of high school. They got signed by Atlantic, Fueled by Ramen Records, like bands like Fall Out Boy, Paramore, Panic at the Disco before them. So if you like that stuff... Get familiar with these guys. Maybe you already are, then get more familiar. So before I turn it over to the interview, reminder, subscribe to the Pop Shop Podcast on iTunes. Get every episode for free automatically. And give us a star rating and feedback. It helps a lot. So here it is. Headliner interview with Against the Current. Is paradise or a darker side? Candy-coated lips. Against the Current, Billboard Studio. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So this is a full band's podcast, so I'll just go around and introduce everybody so we know who's speaking. On my left here, that doesn't matter to you if you're listening, but (laughs) this is Dan, who plays guitar. Hey. And Chrissy. Hi. I think I think it'll be pretty easy for them to, to the yes. know which one my voice is. You know, but for the record, Chrissy's for the record. voice, who also sings and does other things. Hey guys, it's Dan. <laughs> hey, it's Dan. <laughs> Play guitar. And big welcome to Will the drummer. 
Thank you. This is me. <laughs> I am Will. I don't think we've ever podcasted. <laughs> uh, this is the first podcast. Yeah, I podcasted once. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't want to lie. I mean, really, what's? I mean, on this end of things, it wasn't radio is the same though. thing. What was really? the podcast? It was Bo Boken's podcast. So it was like a, he like brought it to our bus. So oh, it was okay, like in the yeah. back lounge. Yeah. So. Okay. And you were just quoting This American Life before we started. I love This American Life so much. They're okay. My favorite. My favorite podcast. I don't care what they're talking about. I'll listen to it. It's always interesting. So you can be like the band, the spirit guide through the podcast. Yeah, I got you guys. Don't worry. Chat about some against the current items. The album, debut album, came out back in May on Fueled by Ramen. Yeah. Uh, were you guys fans of Fueled by Ramen growing up? Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of the bands uh, were, like, pretty big influences for us, I think. Yeah, and they're, like, they're one of the, like, the... I want to say the few because I don't want to, if I'm missing someone, but I I would go as far as to say, like, the only label that actually has, like, its own brand on top of it, like at least the most well-known one so it's just like people knew the name fuel by ramen like independently of knowing the artists on it and like knew the artists and then knew that they were fuel by ramen artists so yeah which was pretty cool so they always seem to bring the world like these bands that were at like the forefront of something new and different no matter what it is like the whole like the pop rock scene you know with like academy is and, and bands like that those are all those are all huge and, and panic that also changed you know that that scene forever too so it's really cool. Um, they've always had amazing artists, so it's hard not to be inspired. Yeah. Any other faves you mentioned? Academy is and Panic. Yeah. Um, I mean, any other formative, important albums for you guys? I mean, obviously the Param- Boy. Paramore ones. Yeah, Paramore yeah. Riot was like a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A Fever You Can't Sweat Out was definitely huge, just because that was like a whole new world yeah. of like production for yeah. like for like a like a pop rock band. That opened up a whole, a whole new world. It's like, oh, we can use strings and mm-hmm. pianos and all this stuff. So that was really cool, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, even live, like, the way, like, I interviewed them once, and they talked about how there was, like, sort of a stigma with playing with backing tracks to recreate all yeah. of what they did on that album, and they definitely normalized a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I always kind of, yeah, that's always, like, a, a tough situation because, especially as a fan, I mean, you want to go see it and hear it the way it is on like you know the album and a lot of bands yeah they would get out there and then it's missing all these these really important elements on the record and they uh they had all that live which is really cool mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah so we're talking about early days it's obvious because of your age that you formed while you were still in school but did you guys all go to school together in poughkeepsie um no. me and will have been going to school together since third grade Whoa. i think yeah and all yeah. the way through high <laughs> going school. steady in school. Uh, yeah. And then uh Chrissy went to a different school. She's from, I'm, I'm New, from Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All girls school. I went to yeah, I went to an all girls high school. Oh, where at? Because I'm from New Jersey too. I wore a kill. I went to Immaculate Heart Academy. Where is that? Bergen County. Oh, like, okay. So, like, north. so north. I'm yeah. literally like it took me forty minutes to get in here today. Oh it's yeah. Driving it, I'm from Woodbridge. Yeah. It takes oh, okay. forty minutes Everyone's also from Jersey, on man. the train. I yeah. love it. Everyone's just always like the first time actually we went into Fuel by Ramen we were doing like before we signed like when we met everybody for the first time we like went in and we were just like in a room like posted up for the day and like different departments would come in and introduce themselves and like everyone that came in would like ask where we're from and like the guys would say it and then I'd be like I'm from New Jersey and in every group of people someone would be like oh, oh we're in Jersey yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> and it was it was it was becoming a joke by the end of the day but it was, it was good I like New Jersey so that's my story <laughs> So how did Poughkeepsie and New Jersey come together? Uh, just through a mutual friend. 
Um, yeah. All right. Like, one day <laughs> they were just like, well, we, me and Will have been in bands like since third or fourth grade. It's and a, then, I, uh, can, I can take you through the real chain. Okay. The real chain. No, is and then uh, we were looking for a singer at the time and we had a mutual friend of Chrissy's who was like, oh, this girl's great. And then we met and then we tried a few um, songs. Uh, actually, you just make I, it too black like, and white. It I would like to <laughs> clarify. I would like to okay. clarify that the reason that Okay, so Dan and I met first. The reason that Dan and I met is because I was Skyping, or no, iChatting, with our mutual friend, uh, who's also named Dan, conveniently. Um, and Dan Gao, this Dan, wanted to listen with to the new Cash Cash record with him. And so he was like, he asked the other Dan to give, like, for him to give uh, him my iMessage account so he could message me and tell me to get off iChat with Dan so he could listen to the new Cash Cash record with him. Yeah. And that's how I met Dan, telling him, like, like him telling me to get off, get off my my video chat. I need to listen to Jersey Girl. Yeah, <laughs> is that the song? That, I think that was the record. Girl. Yeah, it definitely was. was yeah. it was that record for sure. Yeah, we like to dissect it because they always yeah. had really funny harmonies. Yeah, and it was always always a good time. A lot of musical humor. Yeah. Have you guys covered that one yet? No, <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> That'd be funny. Though. It's on the list of things to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> covers were seems like a big part of you guys getting noticed, right? And lots of videos, too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah um, we love to we just kind of fell into it. It was yeah. it was never, like, our intention. Yeah, we didn't mean to do it, really. I mean, we did, like, one, and we didn't have, like, plans of, like, oh, we should... We never, like, sat down and we're like, we should do covers. Like, yeah, because we're always writing original music, yeah. and that was always the goal. We never even thought about covers, really. Yeah. But then, like, we started doing them, and, like, we did one, and it just, like... Because we wanted a way to connect with people who wouldn't necessarily listen to our our original song first um and so we were like thinking like oh we can cover a song that other people you know already know and they'll be more willing to hear that and it just went over so well that we kept doing it and it got us a global fan base like instantly which was crazy yeah how do you from your vantage point how do you even process that like what you just said getting a global (laughs) fan base instantly Uh, it was insane we were still in high school like i remember like kids were finding our videos and like showing them to like teachers and stuff oh god it and then like so we sl- we'll just walk into a class and like you see like our video playing and it has, has like a million views or something and everyone's like whoa you know what i mean yeah i walked past like a science lab once with a teacher i didn't know and like a class from a different grade and they were like playing one of my yeah, videos like in the like, dark with the projector on and i was just like wow uh, that's big yeah it gets weird that's yeah, big yeah it got weird there was actually one time where we um we like had like this. We did the cover a collab with this guy Kurt Schneider for the song Beauty and a Beast, uh, Beauty and the Beat. My bad. Um, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty yeah. and Beauty and the Beat, the bass, the boop, the boop. <laughs> yeah, that one. But by Justin Bieber, and we did that cover, and it got like, it, it got like eight million in like the first week or something, and like went on to like the front page of YouTube, like when YouTube like still had like this that front page set up, and like it was crazy. And I went into school the next day, and everyone was like coming up to me, and like. I wasn't, like, it's not that I didn't have friends in high school. I just didn't talk to a lot of people. Like, I chose not to talk to a lot of people. And, like, so many people were coming up to me that day. And they're like, oh, my God. Remember, it's all-girls school. Uh-huh. I, in Jersey. This in is Jersey. accurate. Uh- uh, all-girls school in northern northern New Jersey. Oh, my God. Chrissy, I saw your video on YouTube last night. That's so cool. I didn't know you did that. And I was just like... <laughs> Are those uh, boys in the video? Yeah, you're like, you're in a band? Like, what's that like? Like, do you guys, like, play show? And, like, they would ask me these questions, and I'd just be like, no, we don't play shows. Like, no. Just <laughs> like, we just, you know, yeah. keep it simple. But on a, on a global level, I mean, it 
just instantly we're getting all these messages, you know, like our comments are flooded with like, you know, come to this place, come to this place. And I mean, that was just crazy. It's just like, we, we've probably played a handful of shows even in our, our hometown, let alone going to like Asia, you know, Southeast Asia. So that was crazy. And we, we went there soon after pretty much right out of high school. We yeah. went, we had one EP out. We had like four songs out and we were playing to like a thousand kids yeah. in Asia at shows. And it was just like, what is it's going like, on? Whoa. And they were all familiar. They knew. They, yeah, they knew. They, yeah. They, yeah. yeah I mean, like there are shows. Show. Yeah. They were co-headliners, so yeah. And you just played in Asia recently, right? Yeah, yeah. we went back for the third time. What are those shows like compared to playing here, like playing Warp Tour? Um, <laughs> They're louder and different. quieter. The, yeah. yeah, You know, it's funny that they are. Yeah, they, they go crazy during the songs, but they're very respectful. So they, Each they, different. Yeah, every yeah. single country is different. But yeah, they just like dead silent as soon as you stop playing and uh the applause I mean, doesn't they're, last very they're long they're very it's devoted funny. they always uh they always find our hotels they always find the what when we're coming in in the airport um they definitely think we're a lot cooler than we actually yeah. are <laughs> yeah that's what it is <laughs> you know yeah it's like i think you're mistaken are you looking for like justin bieber or someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> no um, but i mean they're great i mean they've been there since day one and you know waited until we could actually get over there and brought us yeah, there. Yeah, it's always so. really special going over there because you never really go more than once a year or once every two years. Yeah. So it's like when you go, they're very excited. And then the U.S. is like we'll and be on tour in the U.S. like three three times great. a year. Yeah, and grateful. Um, they're yeah. Like, they're, super, they're super respectful and appreciative. I mean, like that's part of their culture. Um, especially like our Japanese fans don't speak English primarily. Like most of the other countries like – have some kind of like a lot of like English is taught in a lot of schools um, mm-hmm. and in Japan it's not like that and they'll still like they they will like translate a sentence before coming to like like say like thank you for coming to our country and it's like you're welcome thanks for coming to our show like seriously yeah it's I, always crazy it's just like yeah. you know you can't even we speak different languages yeah like, you probably don't even know what we're saying most of the time but like, you're that's crazy you're still at the show yeah yeah so amazing if, yeah if they can't understand the lyrics when they're first hearing these songs they, there must be other things that they're catching on to, just like the presentation of the videos or just yeah, how the yeah. music sounds. It's so true, yeah. The vibe you, get, you give off. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Hope so. Let's, yeah. let's drop in some of, the, some of the music from the album. This is... Let's do Forget Me Now. Drag it in. Can you put me on a list tonight? And by the way, I got this clothing line. Try to talk like we're old friends, but you don't even know who I am. So with Forget Me Now, um, I pick up on this vibe listening to the lyrics across the album. I think a lot of it is about like being in touch with your hometown and people you grew up with and vantage point you're at now, thinking back. Would you say that's accurate? I mean, there's definitely some vibes like that. It's kind of like how you how you interpret it in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I think the three of us interpret it in, in different ways when it comes yeah. to a lot of songs. But, I mean, obviously where we where we come from is is really important especially just in more of the sense of like you know we we sat in my basement for years just learning how to write songs yeah so in that sense yeah yeah you know yeah for sure and what about in the lyrics of forget me now so forget me now is kind of about it's like kind of about that situation that i was saying before like in high school um you know just all these people that wouldn't really like even take a second glance at like 
me personally um and like didn't really know who I was or like didn't really talk to me or like at first thought being in a band was kind of stupid or things like that and just about like now it's like I get hit up by people all the time from my high school that like wow this is so cool what you're doing like oh my god I'm like we didn't say a single word to each other all of high school like (laughs) I was like and I know you didn't like me so like why are we talking now so forget me now is kind of one of those songs where it's just like well I'm not gonna waste my time here I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna go do something better and like I bet you won't be able to forget my name now so kind of that kind of thing it's kind of just wanting to be like that omnipresent force that like we want to be to that point where people like can't turn on a radio without hearing one of our songs or can't go onto the tv uh, well mtv doesn't mm-hmm. play music videos but you know that kind of thing can't go online without seeing an article or something yeah. i guess we that was like one the day. one like show Bodie song this is yeah. like this is like the one where we can all right we have done a lot you know yeah. we, <laughs> let's uh let's celebrate that for yeah. a second i mean like because it, it was about that feeling where it's like my whole high school basically went on to YouTube that night and like saw like my band's video like up on on the home screen and it was just like you know they didn't they weren't searching for it it was just there yeah. like which was like kind of like a cool feeling and it was just like like I told you I was gonna do something so the one part in the album where you got to brag a little bit yeah yeah ba- yeah it's basically yeah I think that's good to be able to do I think a lot of artists feel weird about that or just always forcing themselves to be very like. We're not worthy. <laughs> I think it's humble. important. Yeah, I think it's important to be like to be humble, to remember like it's it's the fans that make you and the fans can if they're not there, they'll that's yeah, they'll break you. That's it. Like if they if they turn their backs on you, then you don't have anything. Like it's not just you, but like, you know, a lot of artists, us included, like slave over this their entire lives and put so much of their being into this. It's like you should be proud of what you've done. You should be able to say, like, hey, look at what I've done. I'm really proud of this. In a very genuine like honest way not in a cocky like I'm the best thing and that's ever was way you know because we don't think that about ourselves we don't think that yeah. like we're not like we're the best band that ever existed and we're gonna be the biggest band that ever was like no we just this is what we do and we're really proud of it because we love doing this and those kids in high school weren't fans anyways <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> I don't like them. who knows and leading into that song of the album is running with the wild things and that sounds like you guys asserting yourselves as like we're too big for this town. We want to do better things. Um, kind of, okay. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I figured, figured, figuratively. Uh, yeah, it's just like, kind of like it was. It's even, we're ready to, you know, yeah, go do it. It's even more than that. It like goes even further than that. Where it's like the cage is really. Um, it's not just the town. The cage is just like the cage is basically like the society's attempt at standardization of like people. It's just like mm-hmm. you know, people don't realize. I guess I was kind of thinking about this the other day, and this sounds like a really like far stretch but it's really not it's just the last 100 years is a very short time in history like so much happened and like mass production has become such a thing like you know like with like the forever 21s and awesome clothing stores it's like as soon as like one trend comes out everyone has it all of a sudden it's everywhere so you know it's so easy for everyone to become carbon copies of everybody else and we were like we don't want to be forced into this we want to be more than that we want to break out of that cage we want to we have so much more in us and like we want to do so much more than this precedent that you've set for us and told us that we're supposed to do so I guess that was kind of just the thing and that's what we want to encourage our fans to do too is like we want to encourage them it's just like whatever it is that you're passionate about whatever it is that you love to do even from the smallest thing to like your life's career or life's work we want you to do it the way that you want to do it not just follow the precedent that someone else set out just because it's the precedent. So that was kind of like what that song was about, was just like breaking out of that. Yeah. 
And with the line about like reading from the textbooks, yeah, yeah to learn just like how <laughs> things are met, like messages are mass yeah. produced for people. And- yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, that's like, listen, like I'm not like it's no hate to like school because like I went, I'm I'm back in school right now. I'm doing online school. Like you know what I like. I'm no one's here is hating on school and saying you shouldn't go to school. But you know, obviously we did things differently. We didn't go to college. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of times where you're just given busy work or things are just like, it's totally. just memorization and regurgitation. And we're like, tests. Yeah, there's so much more than that. It's like, you should be learning. You should be passionate about, you should, even like while you're in school, you should be passionate about going to school because you should be passionate about learning, but you don't have to learn by memorization and regurgitation. Like, take it in, really, like, know the world around you. Like, you know, there's so much around you at all times. Like, you don't have to just be, you know, like, you know all ducks lined up in a row and doing what everyone else is doing and this on the overhead projector in that science class you were talking about yeah. before yeah <laughs> yeah basically so we're in a little army here ghouls for fools nah <laughs> look at me I like school that was a Mr. Deeds quote oh <laughs> yeah I like school so when you guys worked on In Our Bones you worked with a lot of like different producers and co-writers was that a new aspect of the band what was that like getting used to it's pretty new yeah, yeah we'd, um, we'd done like we dabbled small. on gravity yeah we we'd only had two writers that we worked <clears> with <throat> uh, three writers on gravity and then this time we did the gauntlet of just a bunch of them in a row and uh it was definitely really a really good learning experience like we definitely learned a lot yeah, um for sure it's like speed dating yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was yeah yeah but you, like, get real intimate real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that's weird about it is that, like, when you're writing a song, it's like you're trying to put a piece of your soul into this song, like, no matter what, you know, side of it it is. So it's just, like, this person comes in the room. It's like, hi, I'm a total stranger. All right, tell me every deep feeling you've ever had. And it's just like, well, okay, here we go. So <laughs> that was kind of it. It was just, like, you know, trying to be comfortable with literally putting yourself out there completely. And when a song starts that way, how does it get going? Do you already have some music that you've written? Does it, or does it just completely start from square one meeting a person? I mean, a lot of the times, it our music does tend to start with like, yeah, like an instrumental idea, you know, mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of, yeah, catch catch whatever kind of vibe it has. And Christy will run with the lyric. But um, I mean, when writing this record, it was kind of like we wanted to just you know get in get in the studio every day and just start from scratch, just keep writing songs so sometimes it was kind of like you know where do we go today like do you have any ideas like any any words that like you like today or any like lyrics anything someone would just be like fiddling in the corner with a guitar or piano until someone said hey catch something something. yeah Mm -hmm. so it was cool it gave like a lot of creative space and the no wrong answers (laughs) yeah the album's so varied yeah yeah for sure Um, i think if actually if we did have one maybe it was unspoken like goal i guess going in it was probably that we wanted yeah. we didn't want it to every song to sound like a, the same song rearranged you know yeah we didn't want there to be like you know we didn't want songs like six through ten to be like b versions of the right. first songs that are just the like the lesser versions <laughs> of them that are just kind of this like filler stuff like we wanted each song to have its own voice and its own story and be able to stand out by itself and like we could we wanted essentially we wanted the ability to release any song we wanted as a single so we didn't want to have to, you know, be like, okay, these are the three songs that everyone's going to know, and then the rest of the album is just going to be for the very deep fans. We wanted every song to have a chance at that, like at being the song. So, 
And like we were just talking before the podcast got started, it sounds like you guys are going into a new era of presenting this whole album where on the Warp Tour you were playing, you said just three songs off of In Our Bones. Yeah. And now you're revamping things to be ready to play what sounds like almost the whole thing. Yeah, practically. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're playing a bunch of them. It's uh, it's been really cool. I mean, this is the first time in like two years that we've been able to play new songs. So okay. It's it's really it's nice uh, to be able to like have some diversity to the set, some slower parts, and some like exciting lighting parts and stuff like that. So it's it's been it's been fun. So what were the three songs that were already getting played? Uh, what would we play? We've Wild played, Things, uh, Wild Runaway, things. yeah, Runaway, Runaway, and then uh, Wasteland. 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 Okay, we played now. like we four. Played now, yeah. yeah one day we probably played five. Well, yeah, one okay. day we played Young Relentless. It changed. We we yeah. kind of figured out what was working. We originally had five, but it was a seven song set, so we were playing five new songs yeah. and only two of the like the older songs. And I think people wanted to hear some of like the older songs as well because that's what they knew. So yeah, we needed a little bit of better balance. So like f- yeah, four songs off the record, and then three of of Gravity. How do you think you guys fit in with the rest of Warp Tour? I mean, it was definitely we're a little, an interesting fit. Yeah, I think we're, we're a little, little more different. on the outside of it, but I think it worked. Um, I think we it's met a not, lot of awesome people. It's not necessarily summer. the sound that set us totally different because there were other like. There's been like like BB Rexa played it last year and like mm-hmm. Katy Perry's played it and like things like that. So it's not like it's not like our sound was so crazy. I think it was just like more our style I guess Mm. Um, because we haven't really done a lot of touring like with like you know like those like four band package tours we haven't done a lot of those or anything like that so it was kind of a world that we were unfamiliar with we were like kind of just like doing our own thing and like mulling around like you know like before Warp Tour so it was like our first time kind of really being a true player in the band world and like being really involved in that which was really cool for us and getting to meet so many people and make so many friends and you know it was a lot of fun for us because there's bands that have been doing that most years for 10 15 years so they they're used to like the hangouts every night and who's going where and like where to get in line for drinks and where the food is and yeah. the clicks and all that. It's you guys were just like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah, the first day was that was awesome. definitely intimidating. The first day when everyone was like hugging each other, and like, <laughs> yeah. what's up? and we're just like, "Oh man," uh, we're Actually, sitting at yeah. the back yeah. of the trailer, just like, I definitely, watching everybody. <laughs> I thought I would know more people. Like yeah, I really thought because we've yeah. like we know people, like you know. So I I really thought I would like I would there would be a bunch of people that I didn't see. Know. I think we knew we knew a good amount of people, but knowing those people. When there's sixty other bands that they know just as well, if not even better, yeah. you just don't see, you don't see them that much. You know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it well, I know though. every other band here just as well as I know you, so I have to yeah. go spread my time between everyone. We ended up hanging out a lot with Rome, who was already our friends, mm-hmm. which is like, I guess, kind of the opposite of what we were supposed to do. But <laughs> we just love those guys, clinging on to the people that yeah. are friends. We're like, we're not like, we're not the most social people, like yeah. not in like a bad in like a in like a shy way like mm-hmm. i i was like like i w- we had just gotten off stage and i was in the trailer and i was like because and i was like putting away like one of my shirts or whatever like one of my stage shirts or whatever grabbing something and uh jenna mcdougall came up and introduced herself and i was just like oh hi hello nice to- you're great like i was like why can't i speak like i'm just like get so weird meeting i don't our know our intentions are good we want to be social it's yeah. just <laughs> we just don't know how to speak in front it's, of it's a challenge sometimes like this is okay because I'm just talking. But we about did. Mike. We 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 made some good friends though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We made yeah. friends with a lot of people I would never thought we would have made friends. Yeah, with. Yeah, for sure. Like, like people like I've been listening to since I was like, yeah, six years old. Like I stuff. ended up doing. Um, I ended up doing 
singing a, a duet with We the Kings every day, mm-hmm. which was really cool because I listened to We the Kings when I was younger. So I was just like, this is so cool. Like, you know, like I remember like Skyway Avenue and stuff like that. I was just like, this is awesome. So, and like Yellow Card, you know, yeah. like Ryan mm-hmm. Key came over when we, we did like these acoustic sessions um, in our trailer and we were doing one with Travis Clark and uh, Ryan Key and, uh, and Sean from uh, Yellow Card came over and we're just like, we want to do one of these. And I was just like, like, great cool. that made it a lot easier i don't have to muster up the courage to go ask you yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was cool and those like they're such cool guys and were, it was like so much fun to hang out with them so yeah and they've been doing this since the early 2000s and this is their last tour and yeah hang out with Espe- and yeah. for them to think like faces. something that we were doing was cool like they wanted was to do like time, a like, collaboration with yeah. us like because we were doing like these acoustic videos and having like other singers on the tour come in yeah. and like the fact that they thought it was like cool enough that they wanted to be involved with it was just like cool like yeah, yeah that's it's dope. It's definitely yeah, a that's awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Let's drop in some more new music. Let's. Uh, we've been talking about running with the wild things. Here it is. You can't keep mentioned using air quotes here four band package tours oh yeah i just meant like those were like i don't know like i didn't know what like a good word to call it was like i just meant like there's like a lot of tours where like you know bands like know each other and like they all make so much sense like the tour it's just like they're like the perfect tour for like those fans and i guess we didn't really have band friends yet and we didn't we also our sound was a little bit more pop and like a little bit different so it's like we never like got on any of those i guess mm. whoever's singing We're, right now sounds yeah. beautiful like this is angelic uh we have to I go like over there the uh, after <laughs> there's there's a, for those listening there is a artist visiting slash performance going on behind us in the billboard office sounds, right now it sounds beautiful and with the tours though like we were just talking about you said it's it, it can be tough to get in on like the bands who always tour with each other but yeah. on, the, at the, on the flip side of that i hear grumbling sometimes that a lot of times bands just tour with each other over and over and it's like not very imaginative mm-hmm. and kind of limiting for the fans. So I think coming in fresh like you guys are, open-minded, that's... Yeah, I, think I feel like yeah. we've been that band before, the one that they bring in yeah. sometimes because we're always like, yeah, a tour where it's like, okay, these these two or three bands should obviously be touring together. And then it's like, oh, against the current. It's like, all right, like they fit into it, but they're definitely not quite... Uh, what everyone else is bringing to the table. So yeah, yeah, it's a little different. I mean, it'd be cool to do those tours. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing. It's just we just didn't like we didn't know anyone yet, so we didn't really like get in on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think most of the artists because that... mo- people like do like we kind of did the reverse. Like people do like do warp tour like earlier. You know, like we did warp tour kind of late. Like after we'd already been on like our headlining world tour and stuff like that, and then we did warp tour. So then it was, like, going back to square one, like, to meet everybody and, like, right. introduce ourselves, like, to everybody after we had already done all this touring. So, cross my legs here. <laughs> and there were some dates that had been scheduled for the November, December, the end of 2016. Those have been rescheduled for 2017 as you get the show together. So what can we yeah. look forward to then? Do you have openers picked out yet? Yeah. Yeah, um, we're we really excited. Cruisers coming and Beach Weather. Yeah. And we love both of them. Some, they're awesome. Some great yeah. songs. Beach Weather we just had with us in um, in Europe and 
as well, which was a lot of fun. And we were actually they were on our bus too, so it, we had a lot of fun with those guys. Those guys are great. So yeah. really excited, and we're really excited to meet Cruiser because we like love their whole thing. We just haven't met them yet, so we're really excited to hang out with them now too. Yeah, yeah, we fun. got some. They're they're really good. I think this is the best. This like yeah. sonically it's the best tour we've yeah. ever uh, yeah. been on. Some really to really good stuff. It up. Yeah. Here, so it's exciting. Yeah. So three artists, Bill. Mm-hmm. And when you guys take the stage, it sounds like you've been planning some new production on stage, ways of translating the songs from In Our Bones to live. What's new? What's going to be different since Warped? Besides the fact that there's just more songs. Mm-hmm. Um, we changed up stage plot. We got some new lighting and production in. So we're, I mean, we're really big on visuals when we play live. So we want like this to be like a complete show visually and sonically. So. We work really hard at it, so hopefully it translates. Maybe a few things are played a little differently yeah. than maybe you've heard yeah. since yeah. the last time you know we played your city like a, a year ago, probably. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of things, a lot of things. You'll have to come and find out. Hopefully, they add up to uh, an awesome experience for anyone that comes out. So. I had an awesome time. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't done it yet. <laughs> Preemptive I mean, we, awesome time. We've are, we've played the set though, <laughs> oh, okay. like in Europe. Yeah, I think we the U.S. store. I'm like, like, you haven't done it. <laughs> I went. I went in the future. Oh, okay. I'm glad it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was great tour. <laughs> and before the cast, when you guys were talking, it sounded like you mentioned another guitarist. Yeah, we. Uh, oh, yeah. We have. Um, we usually have two, two live musicians who play with us since we don't have a bass player mm-hmm. or another guitar player or someone who you know, kind of fills on whatever. So we really like to like have that 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 big, you know, live concert feeling. So we. Uh, yeah, we have a few other guys that tour with us. So this tour, actually, the first time we're really gonna have one, one other person playing with us live. I think it'll be good. It'll be good. We're really big on like making the show feel like as live as possible yeah. and trying to play everything we can. So. Yeah, we don't want to. Even though it's and... obviously all tracked, like I don't even sing. Like, oh, it's not even me on the record. Secrets out. I'm you just kidding. Kind of pump your fists. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the hype hype person. I am. Oh my god, I want to be a hype man one day. That's what I want to be when I grow yeah. up. You. 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 So this extra person fills in guitar or some bass mm-hmm. too? Both. Yeah. We're really we're really testing this person because yeah, they're uh, gonna be playing bass on some songs and playing guitar on some songs back and forth the whole night. So yeah. keep them on their toes. Some cello. <laughs> from the songs you mentioned from the new album that you've already played live at Warp, it sounds like the more like rock, pop punk side of the band was what was being tested live already and it seems like some of the more pop or electronic things are being saved. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were definitely, there's no, <laughs> we're not going to lie and say we weren't trying to somewhat cater to, you know, <laughs> the average work Tour goer, but, um, I mean, it was also just fun to to play all those super high energy rock songs in a set. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. grew up going to work Tour, like, me and Will, and, like, Will's brother's band was on it, and, like, we've oh, always... what was that band? Uh, we Weird the Crowd. Okay. We, we've always been going, like, always been a fan of all those bands, so it was really cool to be able to do that, like, in our career. Like yeah. just doing that once was awesome. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Do you find yourself often getting called a pop punk band? Um, yeah. Depends on, yeah, I don't know. I would say, I mean, it's starting to phase out, maybe. I don't know. It's just. I feel like. You don't think so? We get, I guess we get it sometimes. <laughs> I mean, like, we get called, I guess we get called, we get called pop punkers. That's the, that's I would the say once you put the like. record out, it started fading away more. Because people, yeah. Which we, had a, we had a, a yeah. you know, a. Pop more space punkers. to make a statement and and show people what you know. But I also think it's like really sound like 
I think people who called us pop punk also didn't always necessarily mean it. Like, I think sometimes it's just, like, we're not, like, we're pop, but we're not, like, obviously, like, Katy Perry pop. So it's just, like, they just automatically go into that, like, yeah. you know, before we, what, what we, before we discovered what we were. The yeah, pop like, pop punk is also just, like, it's such, like, a broad spectrum to some people. Like, no one, like, you know, there are, so, there are some bands that are, like, this is pop punk. But, like, there's a lot of times where pop punk is just used for, like, a very broad spectrum of things. And, like, I think we just kind of got thrown in that category before we really, like, announced who we were. An easy way of people expressing coming from a scene or a, yeah, having a like, certain kind of fan base. Like a band that's like not heavy, but that's also kind of rock, but also that's kind of pop. Yeah, I mean, like, so we just, we, we, had, we had our foot in, in, you know, both doors. Like, we were very conscious and aware of what was going on in like, you know, using the air quotes again, like the scene. And then um, also aware of like things on, you know, different level like a more like mainstream like pop level you know so and we kind of picked what we liked from both of them Mm -hmm. and did our own thing so we were kind of back and forth like you know we did tours with what she's just talking about the singer oh okay Um, oh wait i'm done never mind (laughs) you did tours with Uh, like like uh, we've been like that kind of different band on on more like you know pop rock pop pop punk kind of tours so Mm -hmm. i mean if you look at our track record i guess you could say it, but we like to call ourselves more pop alternative. Okay. Kind of deal. That's what we've been saying lately. Yeah, and just, I mean, I think you could maybe call Running With The Wild Things a pop punk song, but for the rest of the album, it's just not really accurate. Hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of lazy, probably, to just call the band that. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Or just, like, just not knowing what else to put it in, I guess. Yeah. Like, people, I think one of the things is, is just, like, there's only, like, so many genres that are, like, I mean, there's, like, a billion genres now, but there are only so many genres that are, like, you know, everybody knows what you're talking about when you say it. So I think it's just, like, that's that's where, you know, where people go to. That's where their minds automatically go to. We call ourselves pop alternative. So that's our term. It's, so, a, new, it's a new revelation. I yeah. Think it, I think that's it been sums our, it up. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's pop, but, and it's also, like, we'd be on, like, if we were on the radio, it'd be probably be, like, on, like, alt radio more than, like, pop radio, though. But it's still, like, pop music, but it's not pop punk. So... We started calling ourselves Pulp. Pop Pop-all. Pop-all. Yeah. Pulp. Pulp. Yeah. Pulp. We're Pulp. You're listening to Pulp Radio. So let's play the people something that shows, like, the softer side of the band, the more pop ballady side. Let's play got? In Our Bones. Acoustic track, the acoustic mm, track. We went there. Looking forward to next year. We've talked a lot about the tour you have going. I want to ask though, what besides that are you just more focused on playing live and live bands activities, or is making new music and writing also a priority? Literally both. Yeah. yeah. So you can do both at the same time. Yeah. Well, I think we're, we're going we're trying. to. We're a trying lot of bands to. can. Or just it's we're, not what they want. Yeah, to I don't know if we've really. We never really we give ne- it. We never try. But we're gonna. Yeah, we we're gonna try. We'll go and take a walk at it. Yeah. yeah. Give the old college try and see give how it goes. College. Uni try. The college try. Yeah. That's all I got. So, you, so I'll you have you. the U.S. tour early next year, and what does the band have in store beyond that? 
Well, you, most of the U.S. tours. Most of the U.S. tours this year. Yeah, but two shows ago. Yeah. Okay. Scheduled. And then what's announced? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing yet. So Nothing then what's happening? We've got lots more, of things, but we just we, are not telling touring, anybody. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of touring. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe like some different some different types of tours though. Yeah. So. Yeah. We are going to be doing some writing though for something. Secret mm-hmm. secrets are Secret no stuff. fun, but you have to live with them anyway. Is opening up for it's bands something you're still open to? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah. For sure. We supporting is. Very, very fun. It is. Very, very stress-free. Yeah. Like Headlining just, is, too, when you do it for, like, you know... Yeah. We're, yeah, we're... Two years straight, almost, or something. It's, yeah, we're grateful to have been able to, like, headline as much as we have, but we definitely want to, like, you know, go on some other tours and, like, you know, meet see... Meet new people. Yeah, meet, meet new some new fans, and stuff yeah. like that, you know. And, like, just get to hang out with other bands, too. It's just, like, you just have no time. Like, even when you bring out bands you like, you really just don't even have time to hang out, like, when you're, when you're headlining, because it's just, like... You have, like, space in between things, but there's always something. Like, there's mm-hmm. always something. Or you're just, like, trying to eat. Like, you're just trying to, like, be like, I need to eat because I haven't eaten in three days. So, like, I just need to get in food right now. So. <laughs> Do you starve yourself? No, just, like, I feel like I never have time. Like, <laughs> I feel like I just don't have time some days. Okay. You, you got to fast, Dan. Yeah. You got to fast, man. <laughs> I guess I it's missed great. that. <laughs> Sounds like some time next year to promote the album more, expand the fan base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you're not having all the pressures of headlining maybe open for an awesome big artist that would be a lot of fun yeah and we'd love to Katy Perry hit me up <laughs> I'm ready I love you some big Fueled by Ramen artists like maybe pa- Paramore Tour happen <laughs> next year <laughs> that would be <laughs> putting ideas hey, out there hey they'd have us man <laughs> yeah for sure that'd be incredible yeah. cool so this was really fun thanks for yeah. oh any more football how about like a Giants prediction for this year. Giants are four and three now, right? Yeah. Tom Brady's gonna sweep the league. <laughs> oh, you're a Patriots fan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what's happening. Hopefully, right? oh, yeah. what's happening. I, I hope drafted he him first for my fantasy football team, and then forfeited the first four. He made it all worth it last week, didn't yeah. he? You didn't forfeit. You lost. What do you have? Like a forty? Well, I didn't have a team. I didn't. You have could a have still. You. That's what the waiver wires for. Oh, it's like just having someone off buy. I've for never four played before. I, just I had half like my team on buy. Tom was going to be grabbing points on the. Yeah, the yeah. Buy. I like that. He put all the, of his faith in Tom yeah, Brady. He literally called the Tom Brady. Yeah. He's not even playing. He's going to get those points though. Yeah. No. We've won every game since. What do you have? A forty point. Yeah. Thirty something last week. Thirty. The Buffalo game. That was almost like forty. Destroyed him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's won every game. I mean, I hate Tom back. Brady though. He I'm, is. I hate. Him. I hate Tom Brady, but he is an awesome quarterback, and yeah, he, he is. Yeah, you can't. He's like a fine guy. wine. He really just gets better with age. And you know, they play to win. And That's all beautiful. I can say about that team. They play <laughs> yeah, to win. Do they anything. do play to win. Well, you like the Giants, so you have some bragging rights though. towards Tom Brady and the band. Well, yeah, I mean, he choked when it mattered, <laughs> so. Uh, you know, he didn't have his Uggs on. His, he got, yeah, he got I know. He, did, he got his feet were a little cold. Yeah, cool he feet. didn't have any his cashmere mittens on or anything like that. No, but I mean, like, hey, I mean, they're a great team, and they have. I think they have, we have the same amount of rings as they do. So you know, when mm. there's that, and but uh, you know, you know, it's it's nice to have a perfect season, but I'd rather have an imperfect season and a Super Bowl ring than have an almost perfect season and no Super Bowl ring. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, I didn't see anyone catching their footballs on helmets on the Patriots, you know. So that's just me. I don't. Well, not, I don't know. I don't watch football. I'm. I'm a <laughs> I big. I just know what I like. I just bought a vintage like Giants like varsity jacket with like the leather sleeves, and uh-huh. it's so cool. Definitely seen some use. It's got like some weird questionable stains, but it's awesome. I'm gonna wear it at the game this Sunday. I'm so excited. I'm row eight. I'm gonna lose my mind. I might hit somebody. Like or get I'm, hit by a football. 
Or yeah, I would love to get hit by a football because then I would have touched the game ball. Like, that's great. Like, you know, prime well, position to grab a T-shirt the, uh... from the big gun when they shoot them out. Yeah, yeah. Or prime position to jump over and grab OBJ. I love OBJ. Except I love Victor Cruz more. He's my boy. But I'm actually like Sterling Shepard. Really, like I think that, like that's my simmering okay. crush. You pick know? one. Pick no, one. I don't have to pick one. <laughs> okay. I, I wouldn't like mess with OBJ during the game because he probably would like probably goof around and then just like get like flagged or something. Wait, is he the one who pushed the, the net? The net yeah. and they hit him. That was yeah. funny. So but don't egg him on every time. But now he hugs the net when he yeah. when he scores a touchdown and he proposes he proposed to it last time. Oh. He went a little far. He needs He's to a, stop now. Okay. That's why that's why I like Victor Cruz. He's a good wholesome guy. You know. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a nice wholesome guy. Yeah, he's like a very, you know, whatever. Respectable. We're not we're not the best team right now, but we are the best team, so that's fine. Sure, sure. Boom! The statement on Tom Brady, the Giants. It's all out there. It's out there. So yeah, thanks. uh, Is there if there's anything else you guys want to touch on? I think we called a lot out. The album, the tour. Yeah, Yeah, we're going on tour in North America (laughs) real soon. As you're listening, it's November and December. Woo! Yes. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a wrap then. Yeah. Against Thanks the for current. Thanks so yeah. much, guys. Is this paradise or a darker side? That's it. That's the show. I was really excited to hear that this was their first ever podcast interview as a band. They've already done a lot, but in a lot of ways, they're just starting out and they've got a lot of ways to go. So. As you could probably tell, I've been really invested in these these guys throughout the year. Uh, so check out their album. It's called In Our Bones. That came up many times in the podcast. But once again, album out. It's called In Our Bones. It's on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. Uh, as you heard in the podcast, go, go hear more of it for yourself. So if that's your first time listening to the headliner interview, you came on for Against the Current because you love them, well, we do this every week. On the Pop Shop Podcast, the headliner interview, I host it. Long form, deep interview with someone interesting in the world of music. And also there's other various episodes of Pop Shop throughout the week. If you came here because you're used to hearing Keith and Katie, rest assured they still do their episode every week, their chart talk and their interviews. They'll be back in a few days. To make sure you hear them and me and everyone else on Pop Shop every week, subscribe to it on iTunes. Get the episode for free automatically. And if you like it, or if you don't like it, give us a star rating on iTunes and feedback. That all helps very, very much. So look forward to Katie and Keith in a few days. I'm Chris Payne, and I'll see you next Thursday. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.